Hey guys, hope you're all doing super duper well. Um, quick thing, as always, before we get into the podcast, November and December will be remarkable. We're going to host two fantastic, remarkable, outstanding um, online sessions. First of all, 25th November. For the first time ever, we are hosting a online future fuel app where we talk about um, the future of operational fuel management in the airline industry. Um, already more than 100 experts from airlines um, registered. Um, we have people from Lufthansa as speakers. We have people from other airlines as speakers. Of course, we'll also do a speech and a lot of room for discussion. So head over to LinkedIn, head over to Facebook, search for Future Fuel Lab and make sure to join that outstanding um, conference 25th of November. And one more thing, um, 2nd of December, we will have a special edition of our AWOL product update. Also a online event, um, search for AWOL product update and make sure to join that too. We, will, we, are going to, um, we are going to launch a bunch of fantastic new features to our product, so make sure you don't miss that. And now let's get into the podcast. Someone kicked me off stage, I guess. <laughs> that was Benjamin in the back. <laughs> but I'm back again. So as I said, I want to invite some, uh, some of the uh, people who use that technology every day in their daily life. So our four pilots, that, um, our three pilots that are um, in this uh, room today, um, are all flying for different airlines of the Lufthansa Group. And so they're all utilizing the um, electronic fueling process a little bit differently but we're gonna get into those details um, during our little discussion round. So for now, I would like to uh, invite Wolfgang Wutzinger from Austrian, Claudio Koffer from Swiss, and Nicolas Seib from um, Eurowings onto the stage to join my discussion round. Hopefully that works, yes. Hello there, Claudio, Wolfgang. Hello, everybody. Hopefully, Nicholas is it They're working for him as well. Just a quick check. Ah, yeah. oh, there he is. Nice, Hello. I can go back on stage Hello. away from the technical details. Okay, so first of all, thank you. Thanks to all of you for uh, agreeing to, to, to join my little panel discussion up here. So um, I'm, I'm very happy to discuss yeah, the, the advantages of electronic fueling from the perspective of a pilot. So first off, of course, I would like to do a little introduction round. I will go um, clockwise. So from my screen, that would mean, Claudio, you're first to introduce yourself, um, your current position, and since when you are using uh, digital fueling. Okay, so uh, if that's the case, uh, Wolfgang, would you like to jump in and uh, start your introduction? Thank you. As you have said, my name is Wolfgang Wetzinger. I'm uh, with Austin Airlines. I'm flying the Embraer 195 here. 
this is one part of my job and the other is I'm responsible for all things uh, digital at Austria concerning flight operations and one aspect is uh, the digitalization of the, the fuel processes. We're using uh, the defueling in its uh, fullest version for about uh, three years and we have experience with defueling for about 10 years but we didn't implement it fully. All right, thanks for that. Hello everybody, uh, I hope, do you hear me? Because I didn't hear you before. Okay, hello everybody, Works. my name is Claudio Corfu. I'm working uh, for 60% uh, as a co-pilot on the 777 and 40% uh, as a route support officer. And I was also responsible for the implementation of e-fueling three years ago, actually almost exactly three years ago on the 10th of November. And uh, yeah, we are quite happy about the system. Thanks for that. So over to you, Nicholas. Yeah, hi everybody. My name is Nicholas Seib, uh, first officer on the A320 based in uh, Cologne. And I'm also a member of the Eurowings Ops Efficiency team. So we are quite frequently dealing with uh, digitization possibilities. And um, yeah, in Eurowings, we are using uh, the e-fueling process now for several years. And to be honest, I'm quite uh, satisfied with this process. Always good to hear that it uh, made your life a little bit easier. Um, so speaking of making a life easier um, and turning back the clocks a little bit, um, remember the days when you didn't use uh, the, the, the fully digitalized fueling process. Um, how did your workflow look back then? And maybe you can share a little anecdote um, with the audience on, on what, what was life like back in the days and why was it so much more difficult than uh, today with the digital fueling approach? Wolfgang, would you like to start again, or? Yes, guess to. Um, back in the old days, let me start with this. Uh, we used to write a small piece of paper in every turnaround for the ramp agent and giving him the, the winning balance data and also the refueling data. Cross-checked it, uh, then did some calculation with a, with a pocket calculator and entered it into the technical aircraft log and uh, after the flight we delivered all those paperwork to the accounting office and so on and they had to to check their uh, invoices against it and uh, so that were the old days and uh, all that process steps we have now digitized so it's a lot less work for for everybody involved at austrian here okay thank you um nicholas go go next what is what is, what is your what was your life uh, like before everything went digital? Yeah, well, uh, actually, basically the same as uh, Wolfgang already mentioned. Um, another aspect I could add is uh, the issues with the paper receipts, uh, as Christian Meets uh, already introduced. So um, in the old days, uh, the truck driver always acquired the signature on the on the fuel slip. And as you can imagine, um, it's not easy for him always to catch up with the pilots. So when you are uh, just, let's say, on the on the walk around or whatever, in a very noisy environment, you could sometimes hear the, the truck driver shouting and asking for a signature, which is also, um, yeah, let's say in the current pandemic environment, um, a pos potential issue if you have to have a face-to-face -face contact. Definitely. Yeah, we we had... Uh, sorry, we at Swiss had uh, also uh, actually uh, like three topics, like the fuel figures, what uh, Wolfgang mentioned, the e-ticket, which Nicholas said, and we had also the no fuel indicator, which uh, let's say on a short flight where we 
might not need fuel on the flight back, we had to send uh, in-flight ACOS handwritten messages and hope the message arrives to fuel truck. So nowadays we just have to push one button and everybody which is involved knows about uh, that we don't need fuel and uh, we, yeah. Okay, so 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 that that that's a good transition to to the next question because I wanted to a little, uh, focus a little bit more on uh, what are the advantages of the digital fueling um, solution besides just eliminating pain points you had before. But as you said, Claudio, so so now with the no fuel indicator, there was no chance to communicate that um, manually before. But now with the digital um, solution, you are able to communicate that safe time for yourself and the, and the fueling provider. Um, to, to the other two, um, are there any other um, little tweaks maybe that um, got enabled by, um, by the fully digital solution now? Wolfgang, would you like to jump in? Like, uh, two issues. Um, not every aircraft has the possibility to set the amount of fuel in the cockpit like the, like the A320 does on, on some models at least. So we have to communicate actively with the ramp agent. So from a process perspective, we save time. So uh, as long as the passengers are getting out or we are loading the new briefing package via the, the onboard connectivity, decide on the fuel and then send all the data all the while that the passengers are still, still deboarding to the rampage and, and to all parties involved. So all the processes can start as soon as possible as the last passenger is from board, for instance, for refueling or the, the pre-calculations for the load sheet. And from a safety perspective, uh, we, we have eliminated uh, the paperwork issues like uh, typos. So mm -hmm. if you make an error on the small paper slip in the past, it gets done. It's transmitted to the ramp agent, that's eliminated. It's not possible anymore to, to make mistakes as long as everything is working here. Okay, so, so, so. And we get an improvement in safety also from the digital uh, fuel ordering process. So safety is improved, data quality is improved. There are no more mistakes. No manual inputs needed anymore in the back office, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Nicholas, anything to add to that, or does it look the same at Eurowings? Yeah, actually, I have a, a quite nice anecdote regarding this topic, uh, topic because um, I remember one uh, turnaround, which was quite rushy. We arrived uh, already late, and the uh, the, uh, the ramp agent tried to, to save some time, asked already about the final uh, fuel figures, and I gave him verbally that we request uh, 6.7 tons of fuel so the, the refueler can start. Eventually, we ended up with 7.6 tons instead of 6.7 tons, um, which, um, yeah, of course, is not a safety issue at this point. But, um, yeah, as you might know, defueling is very complicated and time intense. So eventually, we ended up with almost a ton extra fuel, which uh, is, uh, I think, with the digitized process, uh, process uh, completely avoidable. Well, will never happen that way. Um, exactly. So, so picking up um, on, on what you just said, Nicholas. So, um, I think through through the whole briefing process and leading up to the flight and and the start um, up until you uh, up until the takeoff, um, you have different um, opportunities to communicate um, the the fuel order. I think starting in in the briefing room with your with your device with the uh, with with the tablet you use. Um, but, but does it help you actually to to make a more to to get more flexible um, about your fuel orders when you are always able to communicate them digitally? 
Absolutely. Uh, as you mentioned, there is a web interface uh, available. So mm -hmm. already in the briefing room and prior arriving to the aircraft, we can order uh, the fuel amount. There is also a possibility to monitor the status of refueling. So let's say, for instance, the previous flight was canceled and there is already enough fuel uh, remaining on board. Then um, from the briefing room, you can actually cancel already the, the refueling request. And by doing so, you can also avoid uh, minimum uh, quantity surcharges because mm -hmm. imagine there are five tons left and you thought about 5.1 tons, but um, let's say five tons is also suitable for you. There's no need to uh, refuel another 100 kilograms. Okay, so meaning back in the days you were uh, actually forced to communicate this, uh, this fact you knew hours before, uh, shortly before the, the, the fueler starts the refueling. And now you, you can you can you can communicate you can you communicate that uh, much earlier? Of course, yes. Okay. Uh, of course, there are other ways, like or other means, like uh, giving the the refueling company a telephone call. But mm -hmm. this is always prone to uh, to um, to mistakes, as I mentioned before. Six point seven, seven point six, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nice. Um, so. Um... I don't know, but um, who of you, as, as, as all of you said in the introduction, basically, that you're, of course, no full-time um, full pilots, um, as usual. Um, but looking at the back office um, staff, the, the people that are um, a task to, to, to manage the whole fueling process in the back office, um, can you give us any kind of insights on how this has, um, has changed with the help of digital fueling? So it's, it's it, it, I, I think it didn't uh, it it just didn't uh, just make your life as a pilot easier, but also the people who are managing it in in the back office. Claudio, you're already nodding your head. Yes, absolutely. Uh, in the old days, we had always, for example, the accounting in the back office. They had to manually cross check if we send or if we not send the no fuel uplift required. And on some airports, you have quite huge bills for the empty drive when the fuel truck driver comes to the aircraft and we say, no, we don't need fuel. So uh, it's more like five digit numbers already. So uh, to cross check if this is correct or not is now fully automatically. If we push the button that we don't need the fuel uh, uplift, the fuel uplift, fuel is always okay. But uh, if we don't need the fuel uplift, then uh, the accountant, everybody knows and the system checks it automatically by himself. Or other thing is also the delay, for example. If we have a delay reason for, for example, a late arrival of the fuel truck, or they say we have put in the figures wrong, now it's very easy to cross-check where the mistake did happen. And then okay. Anything to add to that, Wolfgang and Austrian? Yes, uh, as you're all aware, uh, the emission trading scheme relies on uh, reliable reporting of burned fuel and remaining fuel and uplift fuel. And uh, that's a whole chain of values that needs to be checked by staff. And we have eliminated lots of errors by providing all that data digitally. Because in the old days, it was uh, copied from paper technical logs, from paper fuel slips and so on. So that's a huge alleviation for the back office staff and uh, they have lots less mistakes to check in that process. Okay, great. Um, having having focused on that and already touched on on the, the turnaround processes um, as well. You know, of course, the most critical process in uh, 
that happens on the ground while flying, let's say. <laughs> Maybe the most critical point is flying itself. But um, yeah, with, with all that digital fueling, where, where did you make the most improvements um, with the turnaround process? What, what, what helped you the most to cut down times, to cut down delays? And as we all know, delays are equal to money in the end. Yeah, I, maybe we at Swiss, we have a, a little different uh, system. So we can normally on the short haul flight, we calculate uh, the fuel we need for the flight back already in flight. And we have a so-called uh, ACARS fuel message. So uh, we do uh, check the latest weather, recalculate the, the fuel we need, and then we send the fuel message. So everybody on the ground already knows, the handling agent and the fuel company, how much fuel we do need or if we do, do not uh, mm -hmm. need fuel uplift at all. So this really uh, is a big advantage. And as I said before, the, the no fuel uplift indicator, and it's no joke, it's a, up to a five-digit number, per stations on some stations where we save per year. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think we, we can take it away to the station at FDC. All right, the other two, anything to add to that last question of the, of the discussion? Well, I totally agree with uh, Claudio. Uh, for me, there's also another important point, especially when it comes to uh, refueling induced rotation delays uh, by transmitting the order already prior arrival it's way easier for the refueling companies to uh, coordinate their trucks and to assign them to the uh, aircraft which need to be refueled. And uh, this, for instance, um, lowers the time with refueling processes with packs on board. So if you imagine deboarding is usually quite fast and uh, but requires some kind of additional safety measures. And by doing so, I have at least the, expect uh, the impression that um, rotation delays due to refueling can be reduced significantly. So fully agree. So, so we have minimized the, the amount of time we need to wait for some paperwork because it's transmitted the instant he's finished and uh, you don't have to get out or chase somebody down for the right piece of paper anymore. Perfect. I, yeah. I have even something else came into my mind about uh, if, for example, the fuel receipt uh, is forgotten to bring up to the cockpit or even is getting lost, you can resend it even if the fuel truck is not anymore at the aircraft. So there we had a lot of delays mm -hmm. uh, and uh, which could solve the delay situation. All right. I think this is uh, with, with all those advantages uh, on hand you just listed uh, so perfectly. I think it's a very nice point to uh, to end this uh, little discussion between us. Um, I will just head over to ask Ben if we have any questions from uh, from the audience at that point. If not, okay, so we're, we're moving on to the next topic, but thank you very, very much, uh, the three of you, for, for those valuable insights. And uh, yes, well, I hope um, you will get back to uh, get back up in the air a little bit more often in the future, as you're certainly missing it, I guess. Um, but for now, all the best and uh, stay safe. Robin, if thank I may, you. just one more word. Um... Christian yeah. Leach and his team, he provide really great support in all things concerning EFUEL. So if you need something from them, they're there for you 24 hours a day and uh, make everything possible you need. So great team. Thank you, Christian. Thank you very much for that. I absolutely can agree. Thanks all right. Take care and goodbye. Bye. Bye, bye. You're free to leave, uh, leave the stage to me again <laughs> now. Thank you very, very much. 
So with that, just uh, Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.